I don't have a beer to crack, so... I was I was just about to say the same thing. You don't have a beer to crack. What the fuck? Let me simulate this. <laughs> Nailed it. Welcome in, boys. No, we're starting off like this again, boys, are we? Why not? Anyway. If uh, it works, it works. And when people get annoyed as fuck, we don't care. Nah. Um... Welcome in to uh, another full-length episode mm. of Freedom Beef. Uh, we ring in the new year and welcome in a new age of, I don't know, stuff, shit, yeah, things. Uh stuff yeah <laughs> I, I ran out of shit i'll be honest with you you forgot stuff to say yep um we did a little bit of looking back in the past last uh time we were out and uh now we're looking into the as, as far as the as far as the show goes right we looked back at our 2018 uh the opening up of this new platform of mm. of conversation and and how to get our, our shit out there this sometimes shit show um what do you mean sometimes? This is always a shit show. We just have Fair some, enough. <laughs> we just have some moments of sweet, sweet clarity. And I think this week might be one another one of those where we kind of we kind of stick with one thing and just carry it through. I will bet you five dollars that by the end of this we will have talked about a bunch of stupid shit without sticking on topic completely. Uh yeah, probably. I will railroad this shit intentionally. <laughs> Remember that time? <laughs> and we're off to the races. <laughs> oh, jeez. Alright. So, we're gonna get back to, um... The brass tacks. The, the brass tacks. The bread and butter. The um, brass roots. The, the stuff that we're actually kind of good at. Like, the original six... The Wolf Pack. <laughs> I don't know. Sinister Six. The Rat Pack? Uh. The Magnific- Sure. The Magnificent Seven? The, um. The Hateful Eight? Uh, the Elite Eight? The Frozen Four? The Sweet Sixteen? Round of 32? <laughs> <laughs> First Four? Final Four? Round of 68? <laughs> NIT CBI <laughs> Maui Invitational <laughs> Anyway We thought we would start this episode <coughs> off by saying that we're going to get back to our, our, our roots our uh, our uh, anime roots Yes um Counterpoint it, it might be it might be something we've talked about already. We can't remember because we don't listen back because we hate the sound of our voices. I mean, I think most people do. I mean, it's a yeah. pretty common thing. Anyway. Counter- counterpoint. I want to start us off with a okay. different conversation. Um, in your opinion, mm-hmm. is it acceptable to sit in the drive-thru, having been given the wrong order, to sit in the drive-thru at the window instead of parking and going inside? 
No, you park and go inside. Thank you. I am 100% agree. It could be the fact I hate conflict. I am agree. I am very agree. Such wow. Many puppers. Much doge. So many doggos. <laughs> Big uh. chungus in the house. <laughs> I genuinely want to kill myself now. The fact that I even uttered that. <laughs> I may uh, I may get on some RDR2 and uh, jump off a fucking building. <laughs> without the horse, because wouldn't sacrifice a good horse. Oh, God. Well, Holy this shit crap. got off the rails real fast. <laughs> no, but okay, seriously. I, in, in my opinion... I don't know why, but I love that meme. <laughs> I hate it. So It's so fucking stupid. It is, but I think that's what that's what makes it funny for me is how stupid it is. You do find stupid things funny. <laughs> that's why you laugh at my jokes so much. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. Um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, full disclosure here... Didn't burp on mic that time. You're welcome. We're on the microphone. Yeah, I blew it away. Mm. Just like that dude in the Singapore airport. Blew it away. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, an opportunity. I took it. Um, You shouldn't have. (laughs) <laughs> that's well, probably the wrong opportunity to take eh, I can live with it um, I can't do I was just giving you shit no anyway I, I'm I'm one of the people that if you get my, my order wrong I'm just gonna leave I'm, I'm I don't it's f- most of the time like yeah for me most of the time they don't get it wrong that much like they don't give me something completely different it's like they put pickles on my sandwich when I ask for no pickles or okay. They, or they didn't give me honey mustard when I ordered nuggets. Like, I can it's not live. that big a deal. I know. can live. But uh, here, let me give you the exact situation. You tell me whether or not you would have uh, gone in and said something about it. Mm-hmm. So at Raisin Cane's, amazing place to eat, of course. Mm-hmm. Get the the classic Caniac meal, sub the claw, extra toast. Obviously, mm-hmm. clutch play. Okay, get it at the window, open it up, and it's a fucking spammy. It's the chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Without my extra toast, mm-hmm. do I have the? Is that a, is that an offense to go inside? Yes, because it's not what you ordered. Correct. It wasn't like uh they mixed up, you know, they put onions on when I don't want onions, or they put right. lettuce. Yeah. Or they forgot your extra toast. And all right, okay, know? extra toast is worth going in for. Well, you can live without an extra toast. No, I can't. Like, I fucking love their toast, man. Their toast is good, but. Like, just just toss the slaw. Like, <laughs> just get over it. Can toss the slaw be your new fucking catchphrase? Because that <laughs> shit is hilarious. Does uh, here's my answer. Does a um, does a duck with a boner drag weeds? Only if it's a well hung duck. <laughs> Come do it. <laughs> no, but in uh. So, instead, what happened was, and I'm not saying this is a diss to my woman, mm-hmm. but she sat in the drive-thru 
at the window and waited for them to open the window back up because she said, while we're here, we might as well not wait. It's their fuck up. Let's do this. No. I'm sorry, but no. That's, I, I was in the passenger seat. Not a whole lot of control. Fair enough, but. You worked a drive-thru. How would you have responded to someone sitting in the I would have ignored them. That's what I thought they were going to do. Because I, that's I, what I, I would have done. I straight up would have ignored them and let other people sit. That's exactly what I would have done. And that, I'm pretty sure I verbalized that. Just because... No. <laughs> uh, yeah, like... Again, not a diss on, you know... Your whaff, but still. I know, it's... It was one of those things that's like, I would never have done it, and if the person... It's, it's, it's just kind of a weird thing to think about, because yeah. you never... You never... I wouldn't have thunk it. I mean, I uh-uh. would have just parked and went in and bitched and yeah. then carried on my wayward son, and... You've gotten gotten your right order and been on your merry way. Like Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that was uh, awkward for me, because I hate conflict. In fact, I went to McDonald's one time, and I was getting food for me, wife, grandma, and young boy. Mm -hmm. And so, they didn't give me his Happy Meal. And so, I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I gotta go get that. And so, I go inside, and I'm like, hey, you guys didn't give me my Happy Meal. I can see it. You're sitting right there. Just fucking hand it to me, and I'll be on my way. Mm -hmm. They hand it to me, and I walk out to the car, I'm like... Fuck, I didn't get his chocolate milk with his fucking Happy Meal. <laughs> and I'm like, I already conquered a huge fucking hurdle in my personal opinion for going back in. He he can he can have he can regular have, milk with chocolate syrup. He can have chalky milks when he gets when I get back home. All right, I'm not going to fucking go back in there and <laughs> I just can't. I I couldn't. I just physically I was like, you know what? Take the little victory mm. of the fact you got over your shit. Cause Baby I, steps. I am bad at conflict. If someone's, argu- if, ar- if someone's arguing directly, I can handle that. But it's one of those awkward situations where I have to go out of my way to approach someone about something. Right, right, right. Um, for instance, um, being lost somewhere. Being like, uh, excuse me, where's your bathroom? And you just got to sit there and like... Huh, and you're just twiddling your thumbs and like sweaty like, hands in it. Well, like you're you're trying to hold it, and you know you should ask, but you don't want to. Like you're like, or like when perfect example, you're at the fucking register and something rings up, and it's like more than you thought it was supposed to be, and you just sit there and you're like, that's fine. I guess I don't need that kind of money anyway. <laughs> um, because I've 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 done that before, and right. and thankfully I have a strong woman that it will stand up for me and be like, no, we're gonna fucking handle this. And I'm like, okay, yes, ma'am. Um, sometimes you you pick your battles. Yeah. Um, and that was a battle that I will gladly lose because I'm really bad at confident. Like if I have to call somewhere, like I just got new glasses, and they were supposed to be done on the second, and it was like. The fifth, like the fifth, yeah, it was Saturday, and I'm like, why the fuck are my glasses done yet? So, I'm like, no, they'll call me when they're ready. Right. But I'm like, man, I really want my new glasses. And, of course, you know, wifey takes it into her hands, and she fucking calls them, and they're like, all right, it's ready. And then, I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm like, I wonder why they didn't call me. But, 
you know that that's something I definitely appreciate about her because mm. I'm fucking trash cans at that stuff. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm really bad at conflict, and I would never have sat in a drive-through like that. No, but um, kind of moving on. <laughs> I got more stuff when I talk like, about random shit. I've got another thing that no, I, it's, we it's we genuine. Got, we, ha- we have a we have a legit topic this week though. I know, but I mean, I've got legitimate things that I want to voice about. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we can we can we when, can do when like, we run out of time on this topic. Well, that's we can do yeah. this topic literally all fucking day. Yeah, we we can we can do like societal concerns next week or something. I need so many of those. <laughs> I've got a lot. I'm ready for that episode. Can okay, we, we'll can do we that. Skip we'll, this one and go to we'll that. Do, one? No, we'll do we'll do that next week. Fine. Because I'm sure you'll think of another couple, like, between now and then. I've already got one right now loaded and packed, and it's... Now, the more I'm thinking about it, the no. more it's just bothering me. No, because we were on that for 15 minutes, and... You're just jealous that I can come up with a 15-minute topic. Yes. Anyway, um, to be fair, I, I, came be up, fair, I came up with a topic that we can talk about for three hours. Well, to be fair... Um, <laughs> yeah, suck it. It's like... <laughs> Do whatever you want. So, getting back to the bread and butter and the shit mm-hmm. that kind of got us here. Yeah. Um, we Some stuff that you guys might not care about, but oh well, we, we like it. We care about it, yep. and so we're going to talk about it. Um, it's something that we we really haven't talked about in a while, just in our personal lives. Our favorite moments, I guess, ever and, in and, anime. And, yeah. the, and this is more just like series-defining moments, stuff that really breaks open the arc, the story arc. Or character development moments. Character development. Um, and, like, I guess... I had one more, but I can't think of it. Entertainment, comic value. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll start us off. Okay. Um, probably all-time best moment of... Mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. Um, Sokka being high on cactus juice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that entire that's, that's, exchange. That's, that's an all-time moment just because of comic relief. Oh, and, God, it was And so... a lot of it is because of what's going on elsewhere. around it. Yeah, because because Appa, had, Appa. because Appa had just been taken. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's a bit of a, oh, shit kind of thing. Right. And, you know, they're, it's, they're it's trapped in the heavy. middle of the desert. You know, they don't... They're running out of water. Mm-hmm. And Sokka cuts open a cactus and goes, There's water in here! And drinks it. Which, and... basic survival instinct, that's yeah. pretty good. And like, it starts tripping balls. Right. I just... We got the Captain Marvel uh, thing here going, so... Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. We were, we were both gonna get distracted. No, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll look it up on YouTube later. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, no, uh, it's, and, it's, and I think that that was an important moment because it did. It's, it's a moment you had to have because you can't. Because Aang wasn't a character up until that point that really got pissed. Yeah, and about anything, you know, he got pissed about finding out that his entire, like, monastery essentially was dead. That all the Airbenders were killed. Yeah, basically. That's really the only time you ever saw it. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's another important moment in Avatar The Last Airbender that really solidified what what was going on in the world in, in the show. Like, what was going on in the arc, what the world looked like. And I think it also, um, 
we're talking about the same moment, correct? We're talking about where he finds um, his his master. Yeah, where he he sees his body. Um, I think it was a very important moment, not only to for for the purpose of world building at like a higher level, mm-hmm. where you truly got because up to then you only had met really Zuko of the Fire Nation, mm-hmm. Zuko. And, in Iroh. And and you had been like, okay, well, there. how bad is this war? And then, or, and then you'd met a few Southern Water Tribe people. You know, the Southern Water Tribe had warriors, like... Yeah, and you were like, okay, it's how, it's how it's legit is this world warriors, war? You know? And then you're like, how legit is this world war? You know, is, is this a real threat? You know, like, what's going on here? You know, the, the opening sequence for... The Last Airbender kind of gives you an idea of the scope, but not really. Like, yeah, it's one of those it, things It gives that, you like, the scope of how important the Avatar is. Right. But, at, other than that, like... It, it showed the the true um, evil uh-huh. that the Fire Nation were. Because, and even, even before he finds his body, you have, you know, things are burnt down, the trees are dead... You the know, place is destroyed. Because you, you see uh, flashbacks right. throughout this whole episode of, of what that temple used to be. Yeah. His memories of, you know, throwing pies at old, old you know, council members, essentially. And, yeah. You know, and it was a lush green place. It was beautiful. And then it goes back to Aang, Sokka, and Katara there, and everything's dead. Like, you're kind of like, oh, shit. You know, I, uh, where are we going there, boys? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty rough experience, and and honestly, it it disturbs me a little bit to think about. Like, yeah, because you're you're truly you you're experiencing somebody losing their home officially, yeah. like losing everything they've ever known. Yeah, and, and beyond that, you know, step up above that is it being completely wiped off permanently mm-hmm. like there wasn't any semblance of of life there except when he finds momo eventually right. but is one lemur monkey equivalent to losing your entire race basically yeah um that'd be like if... but but to, but to monks like ang it is yes because one life is sacred absolutely the life is sacred but the lives lost are also sacred right right and so there's an. And I wasn't trying to downplay that. I Correct. was just making a point of you know, I th- I think it for him it was sort of a redemption for losing all all of this, is that there was still something alive there that was able to survive. And and I think it gave him a little bit of hope. And I and I and I think that show is really built around hope. Well, and then and then I think the. I want to say the episode after that is Boomy. Um, where they go to Bossing Say? Yeah. No, uh, not Bossing Say, the um the other place. Um Boomy's Kingdom. God, the fuck is that place called? Whatever. Um, but where he meets his childhood friend as an old man. Right. And and that's another experience where you're like, Okay, this is really what happened as time passed. Right. But here's how I, 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 I think about this. Um being named King is very odd to me because being King Boomy means that he was a prince as a child. Right. Which means that Aang had a little bit of of in, I guess. 
Yeah. Either that, or you have to think that Boomy asserted the throne. Boomy is a very powerful earthbender, though. Yes, but... I think this is something we're forgetting. But at the same time, if he asserted the throne, that would make him a dictator more than a king. Which is a terrifying... Like, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm literally or thinking he, or out loud he was, this. Or there... Or in that city, because the true king of the Earth Kingdom is in Bossing Say. Correct. Maybe that's more like a senator. It's more like a governor kind of. Role. Yeah, like a he's he's a king, like air quotes. He's a figurehead. King. Right. Right. He's a he's, king. he's elected. He's a, like he's elected by Bossing Say. Okay. Or appointed. Okay. I guess. Okay, I can get on board with that. That 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 would make a lot more sense. Because Boomy's not really a a. A dictator type. Right. No, I 100% agree. Um, I, I'm just... You know, it'd be, a, it'd be a huge shock to me to, to learn from um, whatever the dude who created the show... Fuck if I remember. Um, to learn that Boomy was a dictator. Like, that'd be a huge shock to me just because right. that's the, not the character that was established. And we also don't know how the pol- the political system worked there. Uh, mm-hmm. It could have been an appointment. I never thought of that from the bossing say... Actual Earth King, mm-hmm. um, him and his pet bear. Yeah. Classic. You mean a platypus bear? No, just a bear. <laughs> just says bear. You mean like a armadillo bear? <laughs> just says bear. This place is weird. <laughs> Hi, I'm Julie. Also, oh, I'm sorry, but. Bosco is pretty great in uh, in The Last Airbender. Uh-huh. He's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. Well, it's, like, especially the, the, the little thing that they do with Bosco and Ty Lee, where Ty Lee's teaching him how to walk on his front legs. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. No, I 100% <laughs> agree. It's, inter- it's entertaining. Yeah. And... And how I think the use of animals in that show is very well done and very skillfully done. It, they're well, in in both in and we've we've talked a lot about the problems with Legend of Korra, but that's something they carried over. Correct. With uh, Pabu and the polar bear. I have no idea. If, I'm I'm drawing a blank on. No, I got nothing. Yeah, I <laughs> I got absolutely nothing. And then, uh, I, and and I think. Every creature that shows up within the show is very is skillfully placed and, and given a, a role. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, short of the Rough Riders from the Fire Nation, you yeah, you remember those, like the the but, anteater things. Yeah, but but that more applied to their name. I I you know from there, but the. The use of the animals was mm-hmm. so crafted. Yeah. Um, overall, but but let's talk about some more moments okay. specifically. Um, mine is gonna be it's probably one of the more of all time is uh, the first time Goku goes Super Saiyan. All right, give me some context for those of us that aren't DBZ nerds. Um, it is during the. Uh, what is actually, I think, still the longest fight in anime history at like six hours. Jesus. Long, just because, well, it's the majority of the Frieza arc. Gotcha. Like, um, and you have um, Goku just threw the spirit bomb at him. He thought he, you know, he thought he won. 
he shows back up, almost kills Piccolo, makes Krillin blow up, and... Krillin owned. Yeah. And he, um... And it sends Goku over the edge. It, it draws out the emotion that triggers the Super Saiyan transformation. And right. I think it... I think it's really set the tone of what Dragon Ball Z was actually going to be. Like, because... Even, you know, Dragon Ball was very martial arts-based, very fight, like, hand-to-hand. Correct. Dragon Ball Z got more into blasts and beams and stuff like that and power levels, mm. but it really never got into... Holy crap. You know, because we had heard about Super Saiyan before from Vegeta. Yeah. Because he had talked about being a Super Saiyan, and that's what Frieza feared the most... And all that, but, you know, up until Goku actually turns into a Super Saiyan, you don't really... And then, from there, it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Right. Because you go into Super Saiyan 2 and Super Saiyan 3. If you want to get into GT, you go into Super Saiyan 4, Super Saiyan God, you know. Super Saiyan Ultra? What? Isn't Ultra one of them? No, that's Ultra Instinct, Ah. which is more of a... um, Ability than a transformation. Ah, of course. How could I it's, have been it's so a, naive? It's essentially. I'll explain. I'll just explain. Please. It. It's do. essentially like the the point where the body moves without you thinking. Oh. So like. Okay. Goku's so able to dodge without like even trying. Yeah, it, it's just a natural occurrence. Yes, I understand it's, why it's called instinct then. Uh, Whis is now or is one of the like a teacher. They're. Goku and Vegeta's teacher. Okay, he says that they think too much when they fight, which inhibits the bot their their fighting ability. Is that why each fight takes six episodes? Yes, <laughs> but like they they they're using their brain too much when they're 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 overthinking things, right? And that inhibits their fighting ability. With Ultra Instinct, it takes away that that uh, overthinking. It's the first instinct that comes into the body. Is what's done. I got so you. when you're if your first thing is dodge, it's dodge. You know you dodge, not should I dodge or should I catch the fist and then you get punched in the face because you didn't react quick enough. I got you. But then you would necessarily wouldn't you have to train your instincts then? Yes, it's it's very hard to do. I got you. Um, okay. Typically, only gods can do it. Ah. So why can <laughs> Vegeta? Uh, he cannot. Ah, Only Goku can. Of course. Only Kakarot can do those things. (laughs) Oh, my pride. (laughs) I I wish I I was was a carrot. carrot. (laughs) Uh, DBZ abridged is the best (laughs) DBZ arc. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. I think... um, Do you watch Overlord? Oh, we're, we're done with the... Super Saiyan thing. Oh, well, I, I'll elaborate more on it if you okay. want to. Like, um, I guess give me your... Because okay. I, I kind of figured it'd be a back and forth of my thoughts. Right. One of us would introduce, the other one would kind of okay. give their thoughts on I, it. And... I, I think what was so important about that moment was more of the unlocking of a potential beyond the physical means, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Because with... With the show, it you eventually have to cap power. Right. And then that's the challenge of having a show run as long as Dragon Ball has, is 
once you cap power, you have to have someone challenge that top amount of power. And and I think being Super Saiyan... Had, and, and Z did a very good job of that. Is they went from Frieza to Cell. Right. And Cell really challenged what Super Saiyan was. And they had to ascend to Super Saiyan 2. And, and within that, mm-hmm. there were different levels of Cell. Right. And so that made it another extra level. Um, I think it, it, it really gave the show a little bit more um of an edge i think i wouldn't say an edge more necessarily it gave them more flow and more ability to kind of expound on that so you could you could see how hard the enemy was pushing goku right based on how hard he was going based on whether or not he went super saiyan because that's when you knew a fight was fucking intense is if super saiyan like because he wouldn't start with the super saiyan he would no. be fighting regular fighting regular fighting regular and he then might be going 60 percent and not know. unlocking that final potential and he wasn't unlocking his full potential because he didn't have to and then when he has to then you're like oh fuck things are about to go down mm-hmm. and and i and i enjoyed it um and that happens quite a bit in anime. Um, those those quintessential moments of, oh, you done fucked up. Right. Um, the 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 Goku's first Super Saiyan transformation, Gohan going Super Saiyan two against Cell. Uh, after Cell kills Android. Nineteen. Sixteen. Oh yeah, sixteen. Because seventeen was, the guy, eighteen was the one Krillin had a kid with. The blonde one, and then yeah. 19. I don't know if they ever touched on 19. I know they mentioned 19, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think you're thinking of Android 13. Probably. Look, look at my trucker hat. <laughs> I did enjoy Android 13 <laughs> a lot. I'm Android 13. Look at my trucker hat. <laughs> Which, again, DBZ abridged. Fantastic. It fucking kills it. Um. Are we ready? Yeah. All right. So, do you watch Overlord? Yes. Okay. I think one of the most important moments of that show, spo- first three seasons, or up until what you've seen, through the first two seasons. Okay. Um, season three was not dubbed when I wanted it to. It, it is on Funimation. I know. I, I, I will dive into it later. And I've only watched like two episodes of the, of the third season, so you don't have to worry about that. The mo- I think one of the most important moments in that show happens in season two, and if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, spoiler alert, is when um, Kakaitis... Spe- I'm probably saying that name wrong. When he speaks up and defends his idea on whether or not to... On why he believes they shouldn't kill the lizard men. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? Why he thinks they're valuable. And he thinks that they could try governing them. Yeah. And this really, this really plays to Mamunga's development as a basically a god. To, well, because to these nobody people. had really ever spoken up to him except for Albedo. Correct. And and and, and maybe Demiurge, but not much. Yeah. Like and Demiurge maybe had a thing where he's like, "You sure." It, No, Demiurge would say, oh, well, clearly you've already thought of this, sire, but here's what I think. And then Momonga's just like, 
Oh shit! That I is... didn't actually think of that. <laughs> like, uh... but and and I think it was a very important moment for Mamanga to realize that these individuals that are his guardians are literally the only thing he has. Yeah, and and trying to better them is just as fruitful to him as killing a bunch of people. Or finding his friends. Correct. Trying to find his friends. Yeah. And, and, and I'm curious to see how this all plays out with the, the governance of the lizard. But he he does he does something that was, in my opinion, out of his normal character of how he plays Ryan's right. Gone now. Yeah. Where he is no longer... Like, when he just blasts that fucking archangel from the first yeah. season, and he was just like, seriously, this is the best they have? Right. Ah, black hole fucking murders the... Sh- and they're all just like, oh, oh, oh God. Right, because it, they had the strongest thing that they can muster without literally summoning, summoning God. And Ainz literally was just like, oh, fuck me, child's play. Right. Boop, dead. <laughs> No, and, and the sec- the second season really played to his own personal development. Which is actually something that kind of sucks about Ainz, is that nothing's really challenged him. I... It's, it's, it's kind of the opposite of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, where they might challenge him a little bit too much. Correct. Is I think they don't challenge Ainz enough. Well, they haven't gotten to that point, at least from what I've seen, Correct. that they... They don't have a character that really even sort of challenges him. Yeah, I mean, he's not a fighter type and goes full metal armor and can dual-wield fucking greatswords. Right. Like it's child's play. Mm -hmm. And they're all just like, oh my god, it's fucking incredible. And he's just like, I've literally never used these before. (laughs) I mean, I... Yeah, I, like... I agree. That's that's an important moment. I think because it because it's very out of character, and I think it it really kind of spurned everyone else to be like, okay, you know, maybe we can speak our minds around around Ainz. And it does show up later when Demiurge is taking over part of that city. Yeah, and as as, as a plan, of course. Yeah, but but then the the open conversation that happens afterwards, um, is 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 entertaining. Um. The one piece that I think uh, it counters what you said mm-hmm. about overpowering uh, an individual character and he doesn't get physically challenged. Mm. I think that making the intellectual challenge to Momonga is that challenge. It's just not presented in a physical fighting manner where he's forced to push his body or his casting ability mm-hmm. beyond its means and then him just... Well, right, because that's what I thought the fight with um, Shaltier would be. Right. Uh, at the end of the first season. That's what I thought that would be. I thought that would be a, a an actual challenge. Not it really, really wasn't. Like, he had to use a couple spells that he really didn't want to use, but, like, he had no problem defeating Shaltier at the same time. Yeah. And, and I think just personal fundamental is I think the mental challenge is easier to play than the physical because the physical you just got to keep making bigger, badder monsters and creating Mm -hmm. higher, more ridiculous leveling versus 
you have to challenge someone intellectually and make them think thoughts they haven't had to. And I think Avatar plays both sides of this perfectly because it's the perfect show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it forces Aang to not only grow... Physically. Physically, because he has to ma- master the but four elements, but mentally also... Mentally and spiritually. Yeah, and, and, and I think that those challenges were more interesting to watch than him... Trying to learn earthbending by Toph rolling boulders at him. Right. Because, yeah, it was entertainment value, but it didn't give you that deeper sense of purpose, I right. guess. Um, I think mine is going to be a little bit more, I guess, emotional as far as the anime goes. Um, Are you going to cry? No. Damn it. Um, it's the end of the first part of Sword Art Online. Okay. Where um, Kirito wakes up from being in the full dive and you know he, he realizes where he is and then comes to the realization, okay, who's dead? Like, you know, who else died? You know what I mean? Like, right. Because technically, you know, well, I guess, I guess it's not who else. It's is my girlfriend dead? Yeah. What happened to Asuna? Yeah. Because you have, because she died before he cleared the game. So technically, she should have been dead. But you can't just kill off a main character like that. Correct. You know, it's it's not, it's especially as important as Asuna was, in that first half to character development, let alone story. No, I agree. Um, and and I think that moment is important. I think the moment right before that was equally as important, where it was Kayaba, Kirito, and Asuna all yes. sitting on that edge, where they talked watching about what. The Aincrad's fall. What the point was. Yeah. Of all this. And he didn't know. Which is pretty bullshit. <laughs> I think it's fair, though. Yeah, but you but you haven't seen the end of season two yet, though. Fair. You know, you, at, after, you know, once that ends, you figure out why he did it. I'm sure I'm going to be just fucking ir- irate by it. Not really. It kind of clears a little, a few things up, but not really at the same time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I've I've just told you to skip past the Gungale stuff because at least the first few episodes where it gets into. I've been watching a little bit here and there, and it's 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 a slugfest it, to y- get through. Yeah. Um. The, cause, Gungale's very slugfest, very slow. Um. It's like the first episode of <laughs> Sword Art well, through like 15 of them. Here's here's you my <laughs> here's my thing with that is gun-based games are fundamentally less entertaining because of the fact that they're without short range close quarter weaponry mm. 
if it's a sit and snipe, it's not entertaining. Hand to hand combat like that wasn't Aincrad right. in Sword Art, which which is why the last fight in Gungale is so is, is so entertaining. Oh well, because... no, no, you got me bonerfied. Don't fucking spoiler for me, boys. Okay. Anyway, um, I think I'm actually gonna do two here because I just thought of it as we were talking. Is also something that it was before that entire little double dip in there, boy. No, the entire um. <laughs> mission uh-huh. to clear uh floor 75 okay was their talk in the war room where uh-huh. he wants her to stay stay put do you remember that yes where they realize that they don't have a whole lot of time anyway yeah because it because they both kind of understand why people stopped fighting they came to the realization that a lot of people did What's the point? Yeah, like, is there really a point to fighting? Like, because we're all kind of on a time limit anyway. Right. And most, and realistically, the way that floor clearing was going, it was probably going to run out before they got to floor 100. Which I still wish they would have fucking slugged it out. Which they kind of, they get to floor 100 in the movie. In ordinal scale. Okay. They go back to Aincrad, the original Aincrad, and get into Floor 100 to do stuff, but that's more of a spoiler than anything. I'm sorry. No, I'm super excited now. I might just watch that. It's on Hulu. Instead of finishing Season 2, I might just watch that. It's on Hulu. Fair enough. Like, um, but I think that's more, uh, those two are more like, Emotional moments where it's it kind of solidifies a. I don't know how to put it. Like. I don't know. It's it solidifies a. I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel you. Definitely understand. Shut up. I, I think that. They grossly mishandled season one of yes. Sword Art. Mm-hmm. Um, they skipped way too many levels of floors at a time. Mm-hmm. They they skipped over major fights. They they didn't allow for the Kirito Asuna love to really flourish as much as mm-hmm. most people. Yeah, would have but liked. it was, it wasn't. A, I don't think it was originally intended to be a love story. True, I. You know what I mean? It, she was supposed it, to be just kind of the like bitchy girl that was better than you right and then it because you know watching the first time it's like all right you know let's get her out of the way you know let's focus on on this dude right and then like the fifth episode in you're like wait a minute why am i getting attached to this person like and that's that's something i think they actually do a very good job job of in that anime is character attachment no, I agree 100%. But my, what I'm getting at is how they grossly mishandled the, the timing. If you'd yeah. have ended season one with him taking off the nerve gear. Mm-hmm. With him walking down the hallway. And finding Asuna still in. Well, he, they weren't in the same hospital, remember. I know, but I mean, him literally getting the nerve gear off mm-hmm. and then finding Asuna and see that she's still in. Right. Cut, roll credit, season two starts off 
where she where he has that meeting with um, um her dad and Sugo. I was thinking more the meeting that he has with the former Ironcrad people. Yeah, with, where he um, finds the back of the he looks at the back of the game and he sees that with um I can't um Klein and It wasn't Klein, it was um the the black dude. I don't remember yeah. what the fuck his name was. I keep wanting you to say Tiffany, but it's because not that's Tiffany. The, the, the abridged is <laughs> Tiffany. Um, it's Chocolate Thunder. But no, it was because they had like a reunion or whatever. That was at the end of yeah. season one. That was at, at the very oh, end. Oh, right, right, right. No. Yeah, you're right. Um, but having that meeting be the start of it. Right. That would have allowed us to really get more involved in Alfheim. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think because we they have... really rushed Alfheim too, and I would not have been as pissed about how shitty the Alfheim arc was. Yeah, but it wasn't because of it because it was rushed. It was more the incest kind of stuff. The incest but... and what happened at the end. Uh, the rapey when... vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was what ruined it. Not not rushing it. Yeah. I could have dealt with rushing it. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Hey, uh, and and honestly like they're really Although it's me. it's a lot it solidified Sugo as the creepy character. You already knew he was, but you it solidified him as what he would what the lengths that he would go to to get what he thought was his. Personally didn't need to see that length. No. No, I, I didn't think, either. I, I don't think anybody needed. No, to. no, 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 no. But I'm, I'm just saying is, is what it showed. True. It wasn't. It was. It, it wasn't necessary. Agreed. But it, it ended up serving a purpose that, again, didn't really need to be there, but kind of, kind of worked at the same time. Like. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely put the point across. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I. Uh, fuck! Is it my turn again? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to Seven Deadly Sins now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot. Reali- realizing that King knew Deanne way before? No, that was, <laughs> that was, a, that was an interesting moment, but not, I think, oh, the most important moment of the show, in my opinion, that like really solidified like the, holy <coughs> this is a deep fucking show. Besides, you know, there's the show is excellent mm. in in every aspect of the introducing of the new sins and and how they became sins and and what and their mm. their folly and which do, doesn't just involve the first episode or in the, the first season. You know, they stretch the how the how the sins became the sins into season three. Right, and you know, you don't meet Escanor until season three. Right. Um, which which op as fuck holy shit the moment when Escanor stood in front of uh, piety the sin of piety yeah and I literally when he crushed the rock when he was just standing toe to toe with him I literally legitimately stood up off of my couch hands on my knees coaches style and just like oh you are so fucked <laughs> oh god it was so awesome um, oh my god um. But, but no, the, the moment in season three, and spoiler if you haven't seen it, um, I spoiled it already with a piety thing, but... Yeah, I should, I, we should have, we should have put a disclaimer of spoiler warning. If you haven't seen this anime, watch it, then come back, whatever. Yeah. 
um, was it was in season three after again mega spoiler coming. <laughs> Please, if you haven't seen Seven Deadly Sins, do not listen to this next part of this yeah, show. Yeah, plug your ears, take off the headphones for maybe ten minutes. Um, when Meliodas is killed, yes, like legit killed, and Zaratros and Elizabeth go on the spirit journey to see Meliodas leaving that town that he had just destroyed carrying Elizabeth as a baby and him saying this one's mine I will always protect her yeah or no I'm that and when they leave that like fairy village and the one that's in love with Meliodas yeah the cleric village yeah realizes I can't have him they're like why because that's the reincarnation of Liz. His yeah. love from before. From before. That caused him to use the wrath. Right. That caused him to use the demon power that he had suppressed. On top of that, within that same moment, <laughs> when the other one turns to her and Arthur says... Arthur getting the cat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which... Um, the, the what, samurai guy's disdain for that cat is Oh hilarious. my god. In <laughs> learning that whoever has the cat lives forever. He's like, as long as that cat is with you, you will never die. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's a cat. <laughs> it doesn't even talk. Like It does. It, just, it, it just... talks to Arthur. Oh yeah, it <laughs> does. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. But, but when that, when, when the druids... Uh, um, also, I'm sorry, Arthur's just a great character. He's so entertainingly... He's so weak, he's but it's so entertaining. Um, <laughs> but but the moment when, when Elizabeth got her trial, and afterwards she's like, you just gave her a pot with soil in it, and you didn't even put a seed in there? Right. I'm like, okay, bitch move, okay? <laughs> right. Well, well and, and, that's, and that's the thing, is she also thought that not... You know that Elizabeth not realizing her potential would sway Meliodas to kind of back off. Correct. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Which also kind of makes um, Elizabeth throwing Meliodas the sword in season one so much more important. Yeah. It it made a moment from two seasons ago that really didn't seem that important at first yeah it made it so much more important knowing that she's the reincarnation of his lost love essentially right and and that was liz giving it to meliotis one more time right okay and then because she had had the talk with the old man about where he got the sword exactly and his relationship with liz and who she was yeah yeah um but overall there's a lot of great moments from that show Mm -hmm. um um, there's also finding out who Meliodas actually is. Uh-huh. Um, the fact that he can, every time he dies, part of his emotion is taken, but he gets more power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome thing. And that he's the son of the Demon King. Yeah, that that was an interesting <laughs> moment too. Um, <laughs> that you know he was that that's why the angel wanted Bond to kill. Um, Meliodas. Meliodas mm-hmm. to bring Elaine. Elaine back. Which and Meliodas was like Angels lie. 
Fuck him. To be, to be completely honest, had Bond successfully killed Meliodas, he would have just came back badder than he was before. Mm. Which, terrifying thought. Yeah. Realistically. Because Meliodas is really OP. Like, because the, the point where he takes down that giant white demon by himself. Cause Casually. Because he, mul- he multiplies. Because he does the shadow clone jutsu. <laughs> or or when he's fighting. Like, because um, he multiplies and his power level doesn't drop. <laughs> like. When, when he clones, <laughs> his power level gets halved. Oh, For yeah. each clone he makes, it's halved. So, like, if he makes... But they're still, like, 20 times stronger than everybody else. Like, when, um... God, what the fuck was the demon that took over Dreyfus' body's name? The one the one that killed Liz. Ephron? Ephron? Yeah, something like that. When, when he is out of Dreyfus' body, mm-hmm. and the Meliodas clone is, like, fighting toe-to-toe with him for a little bit, and he's like, oh... You're just as weak as ever. And then Miller's like, eh, that'll do. And then he'll... And then he disappears. And he's just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Well, like, because he begs for... The demon begs for mercy, too. And that's kind of an important moment. Is none of the demons had showed much weakness. Except for... Um... The armor one against Escanor. Remember their duel? Galen... Yeah. Yeah, where he, he tries to flee and then he gets turned to stone. Yeah, because he breaks his own... He breaks his own promise. Yeah. He breaks his own sin. Or commandment. Commandment, yeah. Yeah, because uh, they're, the, they're the Ten Commandments. Um, I, I, Which uh, is kind of opposite still. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> the point was the fact that the seven sins and the Ten Commandments, but the commandments are the bad ones and the sins yeah. are the good ones. Yeah. Um, another moment on top of that... Um, with the Ephron demon showing humanity a little bit, mm. was because because he apologizes too, doesn't his, he? His no, his thing was it was because of Griamore. Yes, because he he raised Griamore because he was inside Dreyfus's body for ten years. Mm. He watched Griamore grow up mm-hmm. and he, become, he taught him how to fight. He taught him and told him he was proud of him. Mm-hmm. But he said, "Oh, I was just playing an act, so no one would know." And then he realized. I wasn't acting. Yeah, and in that moment, you're just like... At some point, I stopped acting, and I became Grimoire's father. A little bit. He he viewed it as that. Yeah. And And then Meliodas kills him. (laughs) And just fucking uppercuts the shit out of him, bud. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking turns him into confetti, bud. Uh, Gives him a real nasty shiner, bud. Yeah. Just a, just a real kick in the knackers for Grimoire, but... <laughs> yeah, talk about kicking the knackers. He became the rain that was coming down on the knackers, bud. <laughs> um, well, because Grimoire tries to protect him, too, doesn't he? Grimoire tries to kill himself to prevent the demon from exploding and killing everyone, so he puts up his wall. Oh, yeah. His fortress. Yeah, and that's that's where... That's when... Uh, the demon's like, I'll, like, I'll, I'll promise like, hey, stop, to... I'll, stop. I'll like, promise to stop if you put this field down. Right. And he does, and then Meliodas blows the fucking top half of him into smithereens. Right. And Bond's just like, oh, fuck. Like, did he really have to do that? He's like, that's not how the captain does it. No. And that's when you find out more about the emotions thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this this isn't 
my captain. Like, like. I think I think another important moment from that show, because <laughs> there's a lot of good yeah. ones. Um, I think the first time that you realize that, um, Bon is they call him like Bon the like undead. And no, I'm sorry. I have one better. Okay. Where he meets the bear dude in the tavern, the sick guy, the guy that was his thieving mentor, his father. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And when his father that's swaps way, the that's soul way too, spots, that's way too important. Like, oh yeah, when, when especially when his father swaps the soul spots. Well, I, just, well, just no, just finding out about Bond's childhood in general. Like, yeah, no. Not, like, let alone the, the swapping spots. Yeah, and, and it explains why he's the sin of greed. Yeah. Um, you know, finding out that he was... Bond was essentially beaten to a pulp as a child because his dad went to save his son mm-hmm. from Hunters. Didn't get there in time and has regretted it ever since. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think another piece of Bond's story in the first season is when you find out about Elaine. Oh, yeah. That it, really makes Bond more it, than it just... It humanizes this, Bond. More than just this ruthless fucking guy. That can't that, that, that stripped an apprentice holy knight because he wanted to wear her fucking armor and then decides right. he doesn't want it. Right. And it's humiliating and... That in that moment you're like, dude, this guy's a fucking monster. Right. This guy's kind of a dick. Like, like maybe the sins are bad, and then and, th- and then you get the Meliodas and Bond moment where they're beating the shit out of each other and destroying the castle. They destroyed the castle arm wrestling. <laughs> How'd they take down that orb? <laughs> fucking arm wrestling. <laughs> uh, <coughs> it's just it's Bond and Meliodas are way too perfect like as a as best friends like yeah just watching it it because i texted you about it like when i first watched it yeah and i was like that's totally something we would do right um let's do one more okay give me one more um i shouldn't i shouldn't use the um the bond's father moment <laughs> Well, we, we've done a, a different anime with each okay. moment, and then we've talked about some of the other major moments okay. that we, we view in those animes. Um, I want to talk about one, but it's a spoiler for you. What show? Fairy Tale. Okay. It's, yeah. it's the end of the seventh season. Jesus. Fuck you. It's a very important moment. Yeah, that's probably why you shouldn't spoil this. I know, but I really want to talk about it. Pick a different fairy tale important moment. There are fucking millions. Um. Uh. This is like the most important one. Well, obviously, it's how it ends. <laughs> well, it's not how fairy tale ends. Well, I mean, how the, you know, the season ends. Still. And every end of a season is a pretty important fucking moment. That's true. Yeah. Um, because there's like three at the end of season seven. Oh, suck my fucking cock. Do you want the least important one? No! Sure. Um, let me think. Okay. Um, when Igneal dies. 
How is that the least of... Oh, God. Trust me. That's oh. the least important. Sweet fucking Jesus. Trust me. That's the least important. Oh, God. After everything that happens in the Tartarus arc, that's the least important. Great. Igneal fights Acnologia. God fucking Jesus. And, um... Stop. It, cut. Uh, no. Done. We're done with that. <laughs> Fuck. Um... Because we're catching up. Well, it, it essentially it, it it just it it gives you the um, the not so emotional moment because you never really had it, right? Through through what you've seen because you've seen into season seven. Yeah. Uh, from what I could tell, you're almost to to the start of Tartarus. Gotcha. Um, and. Uh, you don't really have a very emotional Natsu moment because you have emotional Lucy, emotional Urza, emotional Grey. I would say during the the S class trials, when Natsu has to go against um, Guildarts, Guildarts, the moment where he teaches Natsu fear was extremely important in Natsu's emotional development. Right. Because it humbled him, but at the same time strengthened him mm-hmm. to know when to concede. Mm-hmm. Because Natsu's a fucking bat out of hell and is reckless. Right. One well, still is even after that. Like, well, true, but less so. He, he understands... He doesn't go head first into everything. Correct. He, he understands how he's going to move into that stuff. And, and I think another one is... is uh, another emotional moment is when... You know, they get the um, the other pet, and I can't remember what the fuck its name was. The one that ends Chemo up... Chemo Chemo. Chemo Chemo. Fucking Chemo Chemo. That was an emotional Natsu moment. Yeah. Because it was an emotional everybody moment, because well, it was and, fucking and sad. And that's kind of what Igneal is. How in three episodes could I have bonded so much with a fucking rock? Well, exactly. That's what, that's what Igneal is, because... Igneal's there for an episode. Oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> um, and it reveals some more backstory stuff and what happened to the dragons and why they disappeared and all that stuff, but um, I, I won't go a, a whole lot into that because, oh, good lord. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I won't go a whole lot into that because that's... I, I've spoiled enough. Like, yeah. I'm. I gave you the least important one. But you did give me enough motivation to probably. I'm gonna probably hammer that shit out when I can. Yeah. Um. I Just had, one, one weekend. And like, fuck! I need a weekend off. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. There, big shooter. Um. I think. Fairy tale has a, is a lot of, of great moments, and you know we're gonna think of some as soon as we shut these mics off. Right. Oh, mic off and. Well, technically, there's two mics. There's yeah. the one that we talk into, and there's one sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I think another one is um, there's a pretty emotional gray one, but I won't talk about that. Um, well, that, there's that's another spoiler. But there, there's a few there's, emotional gray ones though. When he tries to kill himself to yeah to stop Leon yeah um, finding out that Deliora is still alive. That, that chapped his ass a little bit. Yeah. Um, or, well, is still around. Right. I guess. Not really alive. 
um, Urza finding out that her friends are still alive. That Wally and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Miliana the, and the 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 prison friends, mm-hmm. the Tower of Heaven friends, yeah, her her family essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, finding out what happened to Jalal. Lucy's dad dying. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, well, and what happened after that? <laughs> true. True. Who showed up yeah. after that? Um, um, Loxus being kicked out of the guild? Yep, that was exactly where I was going next. Because, um, well, that's more important for Makarov than the guild itself. Yes. Because that's more Makarov Agreed. development. Agree. Because Makarov realized that he can't let <clears throat> let the members do whatever they want anymore. Yep. Because when, that's what led to Loxus being Loxus. When you find out that Makarov's son has entered his guild into the Yeah, into when, the Raven, games. when Raventail enters the games. Yeah. That was an interesting moment. Um, the Loxus fight with his dad. That was... Uh, that, Loxus versus Ivan. Yep, yep. Um, Sting and Rogue versus Natsu and... Um, Gajio. Yep. Because it's the... You know, because... And before you, you get the... Oh, you know, Natsu and, and Gajio were our heroes. You know, they, yeah. were, they were the only two Dragon Slayers we knew about. Yeah, they're the first generation. Yeah. And, like, and, and this kind of, it kind of it kind of stuck with Sting and Rogue that, okay, we actually got to, like, train. We yeah. can't just skate by on being powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Lecter dying. Yeah. Uh, the Sabretooth Master yeah. um, blowing up Lecter because... Lecter talked. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like in or no, because Lecter had the Sabretooth guild mark on his back. Yes. And that was unacceptable. Yeah. To the master. Because he's a dick. Yeah. And then Sting killing the master. Or wait. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's pretty rough. Entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mistigan staying in... To be... To uh, be the king in... Jalal in... Yeah. In the the other world. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank on what the the hell that's called. I don't fucking remember either. Essentially losing the second most powerful... um, Member. Right. To essentially going home yeah and, and Jalal the Jalal from their world yeah is Edelus kind of dick Edelus oh nice he goes back to Edelus yeah there right. we go you're right well done um we can go on all fucking day about this yeah this will be something that we'll have to continue later on yeah we can do a part two at some point absolutely I still have so many fucking things I need to talk to you about it's driving me nuts. I'll give you a slight preview. Have you ever noticed how soda tastes differently versus cans versus fountain versus bottles? Yes. I will fucking rant about this shit coming forward. Well, 
That's text size ten four people. Um Clemson's winning the national title, boys. Forty-four uh, sixteen. Don't be a bitch. And here's the most important piece. Mm-hmm. Don't be a bitch. <laughs>